She is so much more than a tool for wrestling. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Chrysania Tyrinius. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. I am referencing the Legends Trilogy, the Art of the Dragonlance Saga, Dragonlance Adventures and Legends of the Twin Sourcebooks, and dragonlance.fandom.com for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. The first visual depiction of Chrysania was by Clyde Caldwell for the cover of the 1987 Legends calendar. Margaret Weiss comments, In every way, Chrysania is Raceland's opposite. He is fire, she is ice. When we first see her, she is colorless, marble-like. Her hair is black, her skin is white, her eyes gray. Ultimately, it is impossible to separate the story of Chrysania from that of Raceland, as it was his divine ambitions that pulled her into his schemes. But to say her part in Raceland's story was all there was to Chrysania is to ignore her own character growth. Some may say that Chrysania was able to be pulled into Raceland's schemes simply because she was primed from birth to play that role. But there was life after Raceland for Chrysania, a life devoted to her god, and eventually to understanding and accepting true love, in spite of the mad chaos of the events of the world happening all around her. Chrysania Tyrinius was born in 328 Alt Cataclius. The Tyrinius family was of noble lineage, so Chrysania was born into that wealth and spoiled by it. As a young lady, she was betrothed to a young nobleman, but Chrysania did not love him and broke off the engagement. Her parents suffered an untimely death, leaving Chrysania as the sole heir. This could easily have defined her for the rest of her days, living in quiet luxury, but Chrysania knew there was more out there for her. She knew that she had a greater purpose, and when she met Elistan, the first cleric of Paladine after the War of the Lance, seeking comfort for her loss, she finally realized her destiny. In fact, Chrysania was one of Elistan's first converts to this new, old religion. She was quickly swept up in her desire to see Paladine's will be done on Kryn, so she left her home and wealth, dedicating her life to her faith. Chrysania's childhood would echo in her young adulthood, and to be fair, she rose to revered daughter of Paladine remarkably quickly. But the echoes of having everything given to her as a child, mixed with the excitement of her new faith in the gods of light, made her arrogant, ambitious, and power-hungry, infinitely more than she would ever be able to recognize within herself until years later. Her drive would push her to want to lead the church in Elistan's absence, but fate seemed to have different plans as she was called to the library of Palanthus and met Raceland Majir. Chrysania was fascinated and troubled by Raceland all at once. She found him exciting and dangerous, and she was unconsciously attracted to the power he wielded. With everything else in her life coming easily, she believed she could take this dark and evil man and bring him into the divine light of her god. What blinded her was that he too wanted to stand before the gods just in a different capacity. It was Chrysania's pride and ambition that blinded her to Raceland's true nature, and which led her to her death by Lord Soth. When Chrysania went in search of the Tower of High Sorcery in Weyrath to turn Raceland, 
Kitiara Uthmatar sent Lord Soth to stop her brother's schemes, leading to Lord Soth killing her, and Paladine taking her soul under his protection. It was Karaman Majir and Tasselhoff Burfoot that ultimately presented Chrysania's body to Parsalian, and he sent her back in time to be resurrected by a true cleric in the days before the Cataclysm and allow Karaman to stop Raceland by murdering him. Taz was an unintended traveler, and arguably the only reason Raceland was able to change time and successfully enter the Abyss. Chrysania would be resurrected by the King Priest in Istar before the Cataclysm, much to Raceland's plans, and join him as he traveled to Zakar to defeat evil in the form of the Queen of Darkness. Chrysania ignored every single warning, because again, she was prideful and believed that she could do it. She became enamored with Raceland more and more and became blind to her own faults, refusing to see the plain truth in front of her. Once Raceland abandons her to her fate in the Abyss, after she had fought beside him and protected him, physically blinded, she was finally able to see the truth, that she allowed herself to be used by evil for evil. When Karaman rescued her, she finally realized that love is not a weakness of mankind's, but rather its greatest asset. Chrysania is reborn in her blindness with clarity of purpose. She finally learned compassion, humility, and tolerance, and became a worthy successor to Elistan after the Blue Lady's War in 357 AC at the age of 29. Chrysania rebuilt the Temple of Paladine and saw a future where white-robed mages would work in tandem with white-robed priests, inviting a man named Valen to the temple. This would be the second act of growth for Chrysania, as her history up till now taught what it meant to be a true priest. The Chaos War would teach her what it means to love another individual. Now, as the gods' connection to their followers began to wane, Chrysania would reach out to Dalimar for aid. Dalimar would send her after the dragon stones, and Valen would profess his love to Chrysania. She refused it and journeyed to find the stones. Valen made a pact with Dalimar, who transformed him into a white tiger named Tandar. Chrysania would come to rely on the tiger, having deep empathy with him and being psychologically connected, their emotional connection grew. When Chrysania and Tandar finally collected the stones and arrived at God's home, she was tempted by Tachesis as the Chaos War was raging. She refused the Dark Queen and was approached by Fizban, who told her that the gods were forced to leave Kryn in order to protect it, and everything Chrysania had gone through, every belief she had held, was ultimately for nothing. She was no longer a priestess of Paladine, and in the absence of her own identity, she returned to simply being a woman who loved a man. Once she admitted it, the geese on Valen was lifted, and he returned to his human form. Chrysania went from loving her god to realizing that love was empty without a mortal connection to ground it. Her love of Valen was absolute. In the Age of Mortals, Chrysania would study at the Citadel of Light to learn the powers of the heart and continue in her life's work of helping others. She would officiate Lord Gunther Uthwistan's funeral and operate as a Citadel advisor, visiting the Temple of Paladine from time to time. Chrysania went from being a spoiled girl to an ambitious young woman to a priest devoted to her god to a woman who learned how to love. Her journey is one of pain through experience, taking what life gave her mistakes made, and doing her best to learn, grow, and be a better version of herself. Now, this is an ideal I believe every one of us should take to heart. Our growth doesn't end due to one tragic moment or one goal achieved. As long as we are breathing, 
We should express our love to those individuals we choose to connect to, an appreciation for the world we live in and the time we have to live in it. We are not defined by a given moment, but rather on the whole of our journey, and Chrysania exemplifies this through hers. That is all I have to say about Chrysania Tyrrhenius. Did you enjoy her journey of passion and love? Was she too one-dimensional for you in the Legends trilogy? And finally, did you have a greater appreciation for her after knowing her greater story? Leave a comment below. I would like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember... We don't see that the darkness has a purpose, though we may not understand it. So in our terror, we end up burning down the house.